It's Monday, and that means it's time to bring out some of the best and most memorable movies of all time, done up especially for radio on Monday Matinee. And now, here's your host, Dennis Daly. Thank you, Tom Gager. And this week, a really fun movie, mostly because it stars Jimmy Stewart. Sit back now and enjoy the radio version of the great movie made for each other. High in a New York skyscraper is the law firm of Doolittle, Doolittle, Smiley, and Hutch. Dignity is definitely the keynote of their impressive office. But on this spring morning, dignity is lacking in the extreme. For the whole staff is gathered in the reception room, each co-worker well supplied with rice and old shoes. Suddenly the door swings open and the office boy dashes in. Johnny Mitchell, do you see him? Sure, I saw him. He's on the elevator. Get the shoes ready. Sure. Where's my ride? Quiet. Here he comes. Oh, hello, kids. Hey, what's everybody looking at? A fine trick you pull on us, Johnny Mason. What are you talking about? Can't you? Oh, wait a second. Gosh, can't a fella get married? It isn't unusual, is it? Or is it? Mason! Mason! Just because a guy happens to go off. Mason! Oh, well, good morning, Judge Doolittle. Come into my office. Yes, sir. I was just on my way. Never mind. Come in and close the door. Yes, sir. What was all that racket out there? Well, they somehow found out that while I was up in you Boston... get the deposition in the case of Higgins against Higgins? Yes, sir. Here it is. Let me see it. Go on, go on. What about the uproar? Well, after I got the deposition, I had a few hours to spare. What kind so of I... nonsense is this? This isn't the deposition. It isn't? No. It says, to the party of the first part, I love you, signed party of the second part. Oh, oh that, yes, wrong paper. I, that's a note from Jane, she, my wife. Your wife? Well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I got married. You got married? Yeah, it all happened just as suddenly as that. I was walking on the common up in Boston, and she had a cinder in her eye. A uh, what? A cinder. A piece of uh, uh, cinder. And uh, she stopped, and I stopped, and that's when I took the cinder out of her eye. And that's when you married her? That's right. Oh, I got the deposition first. That took two days. I see. Pretty quick, wasn't it? Yes, sir. I imagine Eunice will be rather surprised at this. Your daughter? Oh, she can't be any more surprised than I am. Hey, uh, Judge Doolittle, uh, you know, when people get married, they usually go on a honeymoon. Nonsense. Honeymoons are a waste of time. Yes, sir. But you know how women are, and uh, if it wouldn't inconvenience... How about Higgins against Higgins? It'll inconvenience them, won't it? No, sir. That is, if you'll pardon me, I've arranged a continuance with the opposing counsel. A continuance, eh? All right, Mason, take a week. A week? Oh, well, I'm afraid I couldn't very well make it in a week. You see, we were going to Bermuda. Ten days, then? Well, we were sort of hoping for a month. A month? Four weeks? Yes, sir. You see, Jane's waiting out in the car for me, and I told her we could probably stay down there for... Now, see here, Mason. Higgins against Higgins is much more important than Bermuda. You'll see all that's necessary in ten days. It's a very small island. But, uh, ten days, Judge Doolittle. Ten days. Yes, sir. Well, go on, Johnny. Go on. Oh, the boss was swell, Jane. I, I showed him your picture. Oh, you didn't? Yeah. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. He was marvelous. I couldn't congratulate me enough. Well, then you didn't have any trouble about the month off. Oh, well, no. Uh, not what you'd call trouble. The only thing is that... Uh, Go on. Well, I uh, didn't exactly get a month. Oh? Uh, of course, if I'd insisted, I... Darling, how long did you get? Well, uh, I compromised on ten days. Ten days, Johnny? Yeah, but now I have it all planned, darling. And the boat takes two days to get there and two days to get back. That's a whole six days, would A I? whole six days. Uh, I know, darling, but old granite pussy just doesn't believe in honeymoons. It's not bad, though, you know... After all, it'll help with my mother. What'll help with your mother? Well, we won't have to leave her for such a long time. Oh. 
When you phoned her this morning, what did she say? Oh, she was fine, fine. You told her about me and getting married and all? Uh, well, I sort of broke the ice, yeah. Johnny, how much ice did you break? Well, I told her that while I was up in Boston, I ran into several people. Didn't you tell her about me at all? Well, I, I kind of thought it'd be fun to surprise her, you know. Surprise? Johnny, I think you'd better see your mother by yourself. Oh, no, no, Jane. No, I should say not. I have the whole thing planned, move by move. Now, look, we'll start at the beginning. Now, I'll tell her that while I was walking on the common, I met you. I met your mother. After I got the sender out of Jane's eye, we walked along together. How interesting, I'm sure. Uh, would you have some more tea, Miss... Uh, I uh, didn't catch your last name. I don't think Johnny mentioned it. I will have some tea. Thank you. Uh, yes, John. Go on, dear. And uh, then we kept walking some more. And then we uh, had a bite to eat. Yes, go on. We had a bite to eat. And, uh... And I, I told her I was crazy about her. What did you say? We were just as surprised as you are, Mrs. Mason. Yeah, it was love right after the cinder came out. Oh, dear, you... You know, Miss... Uh... My name is Jane. Oh, yes, of course, Jane. John, so young and impulsive. Now, Mother, this is different. Jane, my dear, are you visiting relatives here? Well, yes and no. You see, I came down with Johnny. From Boston? Um... Together? Last night? Oh, you see, Mother, we thought... But since we were engaged... We... Engaged? But, but what did your family say about it? I have no family. I was going to night school, taking a course in journalism. Yeah, and... She gave it up when she met me. I'm sort of a postgraduate course. <laughs> <laughs> My dear, if you have any opportunity for a career, by all means, follow it through. Oh, but don't you think marriage is a career in itself? Oh, indeed, but uh, one shouldn't rush into it pell-mell. There are too many things to learn. Well, Jane will learn them after we're married. Don't worry, Mother. I hope and pray that day won't come for many years. Oh. You, uh, you don't think we should get married? Emphatically not. Uh, please understand, I have nothing against Jane. I'm sure she's a lovely girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad of that, Mother, because, uh, you see, you know, uh, when she asked if she, you asked if she was visiting relatives, well, as a matter of fact, she's visiting one right now. She, uh, she uh, Mother, we... We're married, Mrs. Mason. Oh. Oh, Mother, now, people get married sooner or later and go on honeymoons, and when we come back, we'll find a new apartment, and you can stay with us. Jane insists on mm -hmm. it. And then we'll have a little family. A family? Oh. Johnny, she's fainted. All ashore, let's go. Well, it's time for me to leave, I suppose. Guys, don't look so sad, Mother. We'll be home in ten days. I know. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mrs. Mason. Uh, don't let him have too many strawberries and see that he wears a hat in the sun. <laughs> I will. Now, take it easy, Mother. He almost had a sunstroke once. Oh. That was 14 years ago. <laughs> and if he gets seasick, don't forget the pills I gave you. Oh, and, and take care of yourself, too. Thank you. Goodbye, Mrs. Mason. Come on, we'll wave to you from the rail. No, you stay here. I couldn't stand to see the boat leave with you on it, John. Goodbye. So long, Mother. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Take care of him. He's my only son. I will. Gee, there's funny things, Mother. Let's go in the stateroom, huh? Come on, let's unpack. We've got lots to do, darling. No, no, let's just sit here and thank you. All right. You know, this is the first time in my life I've been away from America. Me too, Johnny. Hey, Janie. What? Hey, do you, you remember when I took that cinder out of your eye? How could I forget? You know, I threw it away. Oh. I, I should have kept it. 
Uh, if, if it weren't for that cinder, maybe we'd never met. Oh, Johnny, don't say that. We had to meet. Uh, maybe, but I, I don't know. I hadn't been for that cinder, though. You know? Oh, Johnny, isn't everything just beautiful? Hey. Hey, that's us. We'll pull up pretty soon. Bon voyage, darling. Bon voyage, sweetheart. What's that? I don't know. Go see. A man? Hello, Mason. Just caught you in time. Well, Carter, well, nice of you to come down. Jane, this is Mr. Carter of the office. How do you do? Mrs. Mason? Well, good thing I got here. You've got just five minutes to get off the boat. Get off the boat? Oh, don't mind him, dear. He has a funny sense of humor. Yes. Yeah. Doolittle hasn't. He wants you back in the office right away. What are you talking about? Higgins against Higgins. Well, what about Higgins against Higgins? Higgins against Higgins goes on the calendar next week. Johnny, they can't. Oh, Carter, no, no. I got a continuance for a whole month. Except the other attorney didn't sign it. Judge Doolittle had the case reset for this week. Well, what does that granite push think I am? A puppet? Some kind of a pawn he can push around like a... like a pawn? Like a uh, pawn? It's out yeah. of the question. Is that what you want me to tell Judge Doolittle? Yes. Well, now, uh, Jane, will you excuse me, Carter? Certainly. But you'd better hurry. That's telling them, Johnny. Uh, yeah, sure, Jane, but uh, look, now, I mustn't be too impulsive, like Mother says. You know, Higgins against Higgins, my most important case. Not as important as our honeymoon, dear. No, no, of course not, darling, but uh, I don't want to lose my head. Now, you see, darling, I... A lawyer is a little like a, a doctor or a soldier, you, you see? You're not giving in to them. Well, no, no, not exactly. But uh, maybe we could go on the honeymoon after the case is settled. Like, I could turn the tickets in. Oh, we... no, Johnny. But Judge Doolittle said... I hate Judge Doolittle. <laughs> and I hate Higgins against Higgins. Uh, but I, I can't... And that... that nasty little man out there, Carter, I hate him. I know, you probably hate me, too. <laughs> oh, Johnny. It would have been so beautiful. We'll return to Monday Matinee after this. Now more of our Monday Matinee. Anybody home? Johnny, I've been worried to death. Yeah, I got tied up in court. I didn't know whether I'd get home time for a party or not. Well, did you bring the wine for the dinner? Sure, you see, old Granite Puss's favorite brand. Oh, well, hurry, darling. They'll be here any minute. Well, I'll, all I got to do is save and change the shirt. Don't use the guest towels. Yours is on the second rack. Okay, how's it been going? Oh, everything's just lovely. And all the maiden for Manny, she's quitting tonight. Tonight? That's all right, though. She'll see us through dinner. All right, well, what are we having for dinner? Roast beef. Say, that was certainly a brilliant idea of yours, inviting Eunice Doolittle at the last minute. Well, she's the judge's daughter, isn't she? What could I do? And that impossible twerp Carter. Well, Eunice had some sort of a date with him. I had to ask. You know, I've always had an idea he had something to do with canceling our honeymoon. Well, it's going to be different when my name moves up in the door. Doolittle, Doolittle, Smiley, Hutch, and Mason. Oh, Johnny... Really? Practically up there now. I won the appeal in Higgins against Higgins. Oh, you're marvelous, darling. Huh. Jimmy Stewart and a wonderful cast return in Made for Each Other after these messages. Hi, it's Dennis Daly, and on Monday matinee, we're going to start the holiday season early. Although if you've been to many stores, they've been celebrating Christmas since before Halloween. Anyway, A Christmas Carol. The greatest Christmas story of them all, and this one stars Lionel Barrymore. Yes, Lionel Barrymore as Scrooge in a production done by Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater. And trust me, this one is outstanding. Now more of Made for Each Other. 
Hey, you're all dressed. Uh-huh. Well, except for this. Hook me up, darling. Where? Where to hook you? Oh, those hooks in the back. Oh, okay. Pretty nice neck you got there, you know? <laughs> As nice as Eunice Doolittle's. Well, what do I know about Eunice Doolittle's neck? I mm. never even noticed she had a neck. Mm. <laughs> there, I think I got them all down. All hooked up. Thanks, dear. Now run out and see how Annie's doing in the kitchen, huh? Okay. Oh, and hurry, Johnny. Jean, your guests are here, my dear. Oh, uh, good evening, Judge Doolittle. Well, 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 good evening, Mrs. Mason. This is my daughter, Eunice. How do you do? How do you do, Mrs. Mason? You know Mr. Carter? Uh, yes, we've met. Uh, we're a little early, I'm afraid. Oh, no, not at all. It's just 8 o'clock. Johnny should be. Jane! Uh, yes, dear? You know, I was just thinking, I'll bet old Granite was will be late. He's always uh, uh, oh, oh. Good evening, Mason. Oh, oh, yes. Uh, good evening, Judge. I, I, uh... I have uh, great news for you, Judge. We're having roast beef tonight, isn't it? Miss Mason, dinner's ready. Do you want it now, or will you eat it cold? <laughs> well, shall we sit down? <laughs> Annie, you may serve the dessert, please. That's what I'm doing, ain't I? But, Annie, this isn't the ice cream. Maybe it don't look like it, but that's what it is. But what happened to it? Somebody defrosted the icebox. No, it's a little accident, folks. It looks just delicious, Mrs. Mason. Annie, the wafers. What's wafers? Crackers. Oh, crackers. Couldn't figure that one out. <laughs> Judge Doolittle, Johnny tells me you've won the appeal in the Higgins against Higgins case. Yes, at last. <laughs> Is it true, Judge Doolittle, that something's going to happen in the firm next week? Oh, yes. We're appointing a junior partner. And what? Daddy's consulted with me. Quite a job to pick the right man. I shouldn't think so. Surely if it's a question of merit, John... <clears throat> As a rule, I always trust my own judgment, but there's nothing like a woman's intuition. That's why Daddy consulted me. And the new partner will be... Beginning next Monday, the new name of the firm will be Doolittle. I, of course, will head it, as I have for the past 25 years. I'm very capable. <laughs> Smiley. Oh, naturally. Doolittle, my brother. Oh, do hurry, Daddy. Hutch. And? And Carter. Oh, Congratulations, my Carter. Son. Thank you, Judge well, Doolittle. Thank you. That's nice. Uh, oh, Carter, uh, congratulations. Look, I, I'd like to propose a toast. A, a toast to the new partner. Well, <laughs> I... Uh... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We seem to have run out of wine. I'm sorry. Will you give me the dishes, Mother? Just hand them over. Uh, careful, son. Somebody left their peas. It was Judge Doolittle. John. The gravy sure sticks on this stuff. I didn't want to say anything, but... You must admit now that if you hadn't rushed into this marriage, there'd be no question about the partnership. Well, what do you mean, Mother? If you'd have married Eunice Doolittle, and you could have, you'd have been in Mr. Carter's place. Jane's got more on her little finger than Eunice Doolittle will ever have if she lives to be 900. But, son, Jane is... And, uh, Mother, uh, Mother, now there's something else. I don't like to mention it, but it isn't any too easy for Jane, all of us living here like this. I wish you'd try and understand but I only had your good in mind when I mentioned the partnership. My partnership with Jane's all the partnership I need. Me too, Johnny. That's all I need. Must you eavesdrop? Oh, she wasn't, Mother. You're both siding against oh, me. Oh, now, Mother, I don't think we are. I got all I can bear. Don't add any more. We're not trying to. I the dinner was the most humiliating experience of my life. Of course, it was for us, too. Not me. I don't care what they think. And I'll be blamed for it. That's all the consideration I get around here. Consideration? You don't need the consideration. Jane. Jane, darling. Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, Johnny. 
I didn't want to do that, but oh, it's just me, I guess. Don't worry, Jenny. I... Someday, someday I'll have a partnership of my own, my own office, my own practice, and my own firm. Oh, sure, that's right. And I know a swell name for it. Mason against, I mean, Mason and Mason. Yeah, Mason and Mason. Uh, huh? You mean, uh, you mean father and son? Doctors can be wrong, you know, but our doctor thinks there'll be another lawyer in the family pretty soon. Oh, you mean, you mean then, then you're near, uh, I mean, you're a baby lawyer? <laughs> and I want him just like you. Well, well, Jane, congratulations. <laughs> The standard witticism of maternity nurses is the doubtfully humorous remark, we've never lost a father yet. But Johnny Mason, like many fathers before him, is not so easily convinced. His knees are shaking, his face is contorted with terror as he awaits the advent of his future law partner. Nobody looks at him, nobody speaks to him. Johnny Mason is a lone and lonely man in a woman's world. Hey, nurse. Hey, speak to me, nurse. <laughs> nurse, speak to me, will you please? Yes. Look, look, tell me, how about it now? Hmm? About how about what? About my baby, my baby. Oh, oh, you want to know if he's arrived yet? Uh, sort of the general idea, yeah. If you don't mind. Well, it won't be long. And remember, we've never lost a father yet. Hey, nurse, is, is that him? Is that my baby? No, and don't you come another step closer. Well, if he's my baby, please. Oh, this you... is not your baby. Well, when's my baby coming? Now, don't worry. We've never lost, lost a, a father, father yet. I know, I know. But you better be. Careful this time, that's all. You'll just have to be patient. Nice. Be patient. Have you ever been a father? Nice. I'll die on my feet if I don't... Just... Hey, hey, doctor. How about my baby? Young man, I am not your doctor. You aren't, huh? Well, do I have a doctor? Why doesn't somebody speak to me around here? Why doesn't somebody tell me something? Guys, I stand there and they won't even look at me. Fine thing. Please, are you Mr. Mason? What? Who, me? Yeah, yeah. I've been standing around here. What's that? This is your baby, Mr. Mason. That's my 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 girl. Or, or... It's a boy. It's, and Jane, Jane, how's Oh, Jane? she's fine. Mr. Mason, aren't you a little pale? Oh, me? No, I, I'm all right. I I never uh, felt so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> of colic. I know. No, Mother, he's just hungry. I'm sorry, my dear, it's colic. He's cried for five minutes. Johnny, where's that bottle? Coming, dear. Here you are, fellow. Just warmed up right. Hey. Hey, look, he's smiling at me. That's gas. Oh. <laughs> Give me that bottle, Johnny. You went to the door. Well, whoever it is, I'll tell him we're not here. Well, at least he stopped crying. You see, he was hungry. If he was fed on time, he wouldn't cry. I know, Mother, but the bottle wasn't warm enough. Why wasn't it? I won't say anything. I won't say anything. What's that, dear? Nothing, Mother. Who was it, Johnny? Oh, it's the mailman. A present for the baby from old Granite Push. Well, how thoughtful. I'll bet it's a summons. Hey. Hey, look, it's, it's a bag book. Well, the old darling. How much? Oh, ten bucks. Ten dollars. 
I hope it doesn't plunge Doolittle into bankruptcy. I think it's very considerate of Judge Doolittle to think of the baby's future. Well, it isn't much, but gosh, it's a start, isn't it? Why, of course. That's the proper spirit, John. Oh, it isn't that. Johnny, come in here, please, in the bedroom. Will you watch the baby, Mother? That's what I'm doing. He'd choke if it wasn't for me. <laughs> hey, what's the matter? What's the idea? Johnny, how long are you going to stand for it? Stand for what? Judge Doolittle's contempt for you, his intense unappreciation of your work. Well, what's that got to do with the ten dollars? It isn't the ten dollars, it's what it means. He holds you at just that much. Oh, I suppose so. The ten dollars from anyone else would be swell, but not from Doolittle. You do all the work in that office and Doolittle knows it. We'll return to Monday Matinee after this. More of our Monday matinee. All you've got to do is speak up. Don't ask for your rights. Demand them. What are you, a man or a mouse? I'm a mouse. You're not either. You're too modest. You don't appreciate yourself, honey. You're not having things you should have. Well, neither are you. You remember when I got you that wedding ring? Later, I was going to get you a big one with the diamonds. And Coda was I want them, Johnny. And I want a honeymoon in Bermuda. And an apartment large enough so the baby doesn't have to sleep in the dining room. You can get them for me if you get what's coming to you. Well, if I only had to, how to go about it. I'll tell you how. You just walk in and say, Judge Doolittle, there's something I've got to say to you right now. What'll he say? Well, he'll say, sit down, Mason, what is it? And you'll say, Judge Doolittle, I've been working for you for five years. I've given you all that's in me, every ounce. Yeah, and then, then he'll... No, wait, no, no. He'll say, there's no doubt about that, Mason. Uh-uh, I'll say... All right, Judge Doolittle, what are you going to do about it? I hate to think of what'll happen then. No matter what he says, you say either a raise and a junior partnership or accept my resignation effective immediately. Effective immediately? Mm-hmm. Effective immediately. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it some of these days. Johnny, some of these days is tomorrow. Well, yeah, but how can I? I, I can't. I can't do it. You walk into his office. You say, Judge Doolittle, I've got something to say to you right now. Say it. Oh. Judge Doolittle, I, I've got something to say to you right now. Jimmy Stewart and a wonderful cast return in Made for Each Other after these messages. Have you ever missed one of your favorite local shows on WAOV? Ever missed the morning chat, Mark and Mark, or even financial questions, real answers? Well, that's not a problem anymore. WAOV has our local shows on podcast and easy to get to them. Go to WAOVAM.com and click on the podcast tab at the top to find your show. It's that easy. So if you miss Vintage Vincent, legal news or views, or just the tips, listen to the podcast the next day. Go to WAOVAM.com and find your podcast. Now more of Made for Each Other. Judge Doolittle, I've got something to say to you right now. Either I get a raise and a junior partnership. Mason, what in the world are you doing? Oh, me? Well, I, I was just rehearsing. Rehearsing? Well, yes, it was very important. So I... It's more important you answer your buzzer. Oh, Come in here. I'm sorry, I guess I must have been busy rehearsing. Sit down. Yes, sir. Mason, you've been doing mighty good work lately, eh? Well, thank you, Judge. You've been capable, loyal, right from the start. Well, that's mighty nice, all right, Judge. But these are extraordinary times for all of us. 
Oh, they are. Yes, sir. Some of our oh. biggest clients are affected. Oh, yeah? Most of them claim it's all they can do to stay in business. They do, huh? So they're cutting expenses right and left. And we're the first to feel it. Naturally, we have to do something about it. Judge Doolittle, there's something oh, I have to say to you right. to tighten our belts. I'm asking everyone to take a 25% cut in salary. Oh, but Judge Doolittle... No, I... I'm glad you understand, Mason. It warms my heart to see such a splendid spirit of cooperation in one of my men. Thank you, sir. Yes. By the way, Mason, please answer the buzzer next time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'll... Johnny Mason, your wife's on the phone. My wife. Well, tell her, tell her I won't be home. I, I, I mean, tell her I won't be home till late. Johnny, Johnny, is that you? Yes, it is. <laughs> The great John H. Mason, big shot lawyer. Uh, good morning, Johnny. Good morning. How do you feel? I feel fine, fine. Oh, well, what time is it? What time is it? Four o'clock, five o'clock, high noon. Oh, it's just three, isn't it? Well, if you knew what time it was, why did you ask me what time it was? What difference does it make anyway what time it is? I feel fine. Uh, you'd better go to bed, Johnny. Well, must I be told like a child? All right. Are you going to sleep? Yes, I, well, I'm in bed, of course. I'm going to sleep. But do you think you'll be comfortable? Of course I'll be comfortable. Comfortable. Don't you think you'd be more comfortable if you took off your hat? Uh, well, maybe it would. Can I help? No, and I don't need any help. What are you looking so funny about? I'll better go to sleep, dear. And you'd think I was on the witness stand or something. A man comes home looking for a little peace and quiet, and what happens? Why didn't I phone you? Why didn't I come home for supper? A million questions fired out of it. Follow. I ran into Doolittle this afternoon. I was out for a walk with a baby. He was in the park. All right. Let me have it. Tell me what you really think of me. Tell me I'm a failure, a weakling. Tell me I'm... Oh, oh Jane, I... Oh, Johnny, you fool. <laughs> what does it matter if you get a raise or a partnership or, or anything? I'll let you down, Janie. I'm, I'll always let you down. Johnny, don't no say good. that. I'm no good. It was my fault for interfering. I'll never do it again, never. We've got each other. You're all I have and all I want. And then, please, if you feel bad, I'll die. Oh, Jane, I, 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 I don't... Oh, Johnny, look at me and tell me you don't feel bad. Jane, I, I don't feel bad. I feel fine. <laughs> Honest, I do. Oh, Johnny. The next time you go out and get plastered, you better take me along with you or I'll, I'll get a divorce. You better get a good lawyer. <laughs> I've got a good lawyer. Johnny, will you close that window, please? You know I have a cold. Oh, I'm sorry, Mother. I just wanted to hear the crowd. It looks like a big New Year. Yes. For some folks. How's the baby, Jane? I just looked at him. He has the sniffles. All babies have sniffles this time of the year. He caught it from you, Mother. Me? That's simply ridiculous. He's had sniffles all day. When I took his temperature... That's he... when he caught your cold. He certainly didn't. He had no temperature. It's all right, Johnny. It's just the sniffles. I suppose I ought to stay in my room all day. Oh, Mother, please. It's New Year's Eve. It's just like any other day as far as I'm concerned. You're both perfectly willing to leave me all alone to wait for the New Year. And it's probably the last New Year I'll ever see. Not that it matters, I suppose. Oh, Jay, where's Mother? Now, why do you keep saying things like that? 
Look, Johnny and I aren't going anywhere. We'll celebrate right here at home. How's that? That's fine. There's fine. nothing in the house to eat. Well, I'll run over to the delicatessen and get some bologna and stuff like that. Huh? Mustard, Johnny, and pickles. You yeah. know I can't eat those things before going to bed. I never did approve of Annie, but I certainly miss her cooking. That doesn't say very much for mine, Mother. Oh, you'll learn, my dear. I won't say anything. I won't say anything. When I was married, all well-brought-up girls knew about cooking. Oh, Mother, please. Why, Jane, what is it? I can't cook. I can't keep house. I don't know how to bring up a baby. Oh, Jane, I don't know don't what do you're this. talking about. Oh, yes, you do. You presented me from the very first moment you saw me. You presented me because you wanted Johnny to marry Eunice Doolittle. I've done nothing of the sort. But they were engaged. I was never engaged to Eunice Doolittle. Not what you'd call engaged, perhaps. Well, and but, even but, if I were, you shouldn't keep mentioning to Jane. I don't understand why she's so touchy about it. Touchy? That's why you hate me. Jane, stop. No, let her go on. I know my place here. I'm only a guest, an unwelcome guest. Oh, now, please. Now, what's the matter with you two? Nothing's the matter with me. I never interfere. Please, it's her mother, house. Mother. It's not my house. Oh, I'm Jane. a stranger around here. Jane, please. Everything I say is wrong. Everything I do is wrong. Just because I happen to mention Eunice Doolittle. Now, stop I... it, both of you. Very well. I won't say another word. Now, you see what you made me say to Mother? You said it to me, too, don't I, Count? Well, sure you do, Jane, only Mother's an old lady. Why can't you get along with her? Why can't she get along with me? You don't know how it is. You're at the office all day. Between taking care of the baby and the house and listening to her criticize everything, I can't stand it anymore. All right, then, you don't have to. Johnny, wh where are you going? I'm going out. Wh where, Johnny? I don't know, anywhere, as long as I get away from this rank. You don't want me to go with you? Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. Really, I am. Well, you don't have to apologize. Would you rather I didn't come with you? All right, Johnny. I don't mind. No, no. Come on. It's all right. You're sure you don't mind? Well, no. Certainly I don't. Come on. Oh, we'll have a good time. You just wait and see. Want <laughs> wine, sir? No. There's nothing the matter with it, sir. No, 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 no. It's fine. Yes, sir. Johnny, what's happened to us? I don't know. Didn't we always promise we'd never keep anything back? Yes. Well, then why don't you tell me? I've tried to, and it won't come out. What do you want to say? It's been my fault, too. No, no. I've been the one that's made the mess of things. Even my own kid has to sleep in a dining room. I've made a household drudge out of you. Johnny, I love being a household drudge. You're tied down, tied down to the house and baby. Maybe we shouldn't have had him. Johnny, the baby, you're not sorry about him. I'm crazy about him. Crazy about you, too. I'd die for either one of you. But... No, no, that wouldn't work either. I don't even carry life insurance. Well, let's, let's be sensible about it, Jane. I, I'm no good for you. Maybe, maybe it's the other way around. You were doing fine until I came along. Well, what is it? Do you want a divorce? Well, I'm trying to look at it sensibly, that's all, from your viewpoint. I... Never thought this would be our New Year's. We'll return to Monday Matinee after this. Now more of our Monday Matinee. Only a few hours have passed. But to Johnny and Jane, they've been eternity. In the waiting room of the hospital, they sit close together, hardly trusting themselves to speak, while just down the hall, their baby fights for life with every breath. At last, the door opens. Dr. Healy? How is he, Doctor? 
Well? Oh, tell us, please. Your baby has pneumonia, type 14. I'm afraid I... Well, I'm afraid I can't give you much hope. It's that bad? Yes. There's a new serum which has worked in cases of this sort, however. The hospital's trying to get it now. Trying to get it? There's none in New York. We've called the laboratories in Salt Lake City for a supply to be sent by air as soon as possible. How soon will it be here? I wish I could say. We've just been advised that a storm's raging out there. No pilot will make the trip tonight. Then we can't get the serum. I'm afraid not in time. However, I'm hoping that... Hoping? Well, that isn't enough. I'll find a pilot. Johnny, we've got to. We've got to. Hello? Hello? Is this the Salt Lake Airport? Well, my name's Mason. I'm in New York City, and my baby has... Oh, oh you know about it, huh? Well, is the serum at the airport? Well, when can you leave? Tomorrow? No, no, you've got to leave tonight. The baby needs it now. All right. Johnny? Well, he's talking to somebody else. Hello? What? $5,000? Sure, sure, I'll get it. It'll be at Newark Airport waiting for you. Will you, will you start right away? Will, will, will you try, will you? Will you try? Okay. Johnny, $5,000. I know, I know, but I'll get it. You stay here, Jane. If I've got to rob a bank, I'll get it. I'm coming through this time. This is an outrage. You don't dare wake a judge, Doolittle. Is this his room? Mr. Mason, you must leave immediately. Doolittle, come on, wake up. Mr. Mason, please, he'll be furious. Doolittle, come on, wake up. Mm, uh, uh, who, who is this? That's Mason from the office. I've got to talk to you. Why, you, you must be drunk. I'm not. Now, is look, this Judge? your way of celebrating the new year? Now, you listen to me. If no, now, you listen to me for a change. When you asked me to take a cut, I took it, didn't I? And then I had to make my baby sleep in the dining room, and that's how he caught his cold. What are you talking about? I'm talking about my baby. He's got pneumonia. I need $5,000. That's, that's what it'll cost to get the serum from Salt Lake. And you're going to let me have it. My baby's dying. He's dying. Do you understand that? Jimmy Stewart and a wonderful cast return in Made for Each Other after these messages. Hi, it's Dennis Daly, and on Monday matinee, we're going to start the holiday season early. Although if you've been to many stores, they've been celebrating Christmas since before Halloween. Anyway, A Christmas Carol. The greatest Christmas story of them all, and this one stars Lionel Barrymore. Yes, Lionel Barrymore as Scrooge in a production done by Orson Welles and the Mercury Theater. And trust me, this one is outstanding. Now more of Made for Each Other. Simon, my checkbook and a pen. Yes, sir. Oh, Judge, thanks, thanks. Thank you, sir. Hello? Hello. Yeah, yeah, it's the airport. Huh? Okay, put him on. Hey, can't wait. That bug in New York wants me to fly a plane there. Oh, tell him he's nuts. We couldn't get a ship off the ground. Yeah, and that ain't... Hello? Oh, hello there, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mason. Yeah, the serum's here, but it's impossible to take off. What can I do? I know how you feel. I got a... What can you do with a guy like that? Give me that phone. Wait a second, Mr. Mason. Conway will talk to you. Look, Mason, what do you think this is, a suicide club? You can't expect any guy in his right mind to fly a plane on a night like this. But a ship wouldn't stand a chance of getting through. Huh? Oh, now, look. Holy smoke. Now, wait a minute, buddy. Take it easy. Hold on a minute. Hey, Hatton. Yeah? Hatton, look. Let me borrow your plane. Are you crazy? You ought to know how it is. You've got kids of your own. I'll give you half the money if you loan me the crate. I suppose you crank it up. Then you can keep the whole five. I won't need it. Okay, Conway, but you're nuts. Hello, Mason. Relax. I'll highball her into New York tomorrow. 
Jane, has Johnny called yet? Yes, he's waiting at the airport. What did he say? Just that the plane's left Salt Lake. How long will it take to get here? Oh, 14, 15 hours, I don't know. It'll be too late. Shall I get you a coat, dear? The doctor says he's going fast. Here, dear, put my coat around your shoulders. If my baby dies, I want to die too. Jane, dear, you mustn't feel that way. I can't help it. You mustn't let John know you feel that way. He loves the baby too, as much almost as he loves you. Poor Johnny. He'll be so lonely if, if the baby... He'll have you, Jane, and you'll have him. And you can't be lonely, either of you, as long as you have each other. Mother... You know when you're lonely? Really lonely? When you've no one to share things with, not even a loss. Mother... That's when you're really lonely. Oh, Mother, I haven't understood. You are lonely, aren't you? <laughs> oh, Mother... Denver, Colorado, calling all stations to Newark. Stand by to try contact NC24. Emergency. Last contact with Conway in the middle of message. Try contacting him and relay all messages to Newark. Denver. Have you, have you heard anything more? I tried about an hour ago, Mr. Mason. I'll try Allentown again. They might have heard something. Well, hurry, please. This, this waiting is terrible. Yeah. Newark calling Allentown. Do you read me, Allentown? Come in, Newark. Watch the latest on Conway and NC24. Did you check Iowa City? Yeah, about ten minutes ago, and they just checked with Omaha. No word of any kind? No, and the things come through. Let me know right away if something does. Okay. That's it, Mr. Mason. Well, do planes go this long unreported? Longer sometimes, Judge Doolittle. Of course, in weather like this... What? Well, maybe his radio went out. That happened? Yes. Yes, that's what I think, Johnny. Yeah. You can look at it this way. Stands to reason Conway got out of the low-pressure area when he passed the Rockies. Why, certainly. It, it stands to reason. Yeah. Yeah. You've been swell, Judge. You too, Murphy, and all the operators and the superintendent. You've all been fine to stay here all these hours, trying to give me hope. But there's no use. I can't just keep calling up the hospital to say that there's no news. It isn't fair. So I, I guess I'll go to her. But, but I want to thank you. Thanks a lot. Murphy. Yeah? Murphy, there isn't a chance, is there? Judge, if Conway's still up in that crate, it's a miracle. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, give, give us this day our daily bread. And... <laughs> I can't. I don't know how. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Oh, Johnny, you've and, come. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Oh, Johnny, I don't know how. I've forgotten how to pray. 
Just ask him, darling. He'll know what you want. Oh, dear God. You know, you know how much he means to us. We've only had him such a little while. And we want to see him grow up to be a man. Oh, please, help our little baby. He's so small, so helpless. Oh, please, please, please. Hello, Newark. Hello, Newark. Hello, Newark. This is Newark. Who are you? Who is it? Hello, Newark. This is Conway from Salt Lake. I'm coming in, Newark. I'm coming in. Johnny. Johnny, did they tell you the news? Conway got through with the serum. What? Judge Doolittle brought him to the hospital himself. The baby's going to get well? We administered the serum as soon as it arrived. He's picked up amazingly. He's going to be well? Oh, Jane. <gasps> Dear God, thank you. Thank you. Mason, come in. Sit down. Yes, sir. Mason, I want to congratulate you on the handling of the Higgins against Higgins case. Yes, sir. Well, but you see, our boat leaves in an hour. Higgins and Higgins are so pleased, they've decided on us to settle the second case. A second case? And I'd like to have you try it, my boy. Oh, but Judge Doolittle, I've got reservations. We're sailing this afternoon. Jane and I are going on our honeymoon. Ah, come outside a minute, Mason. But, Judge, Jane and I are doing the... Jane, what are you doing here? Look, Johnny, I brought the baby down to show you. Follow me, both of you. Oh, all three of you. But, darling, why did you bring Johnny? We've got to be at the dock. Will you stop for a minute? I've got something to tell you about the baby. Here we are. Come over here, Mason. Look. At what? At the door. Look. Read it. On the door, my boy. Well, you just say, law officers of Doolittle, Doolittle, Smiley, Hutchinson, Car- uh, Carter, and Mason. I've given you a partnership, my boy. The partnership? Johnny. And incidentally, you'd better get down to the boat. There's some extra reservations waiting there for you. The bridal suite. Well, well thanks, Judge. <laughs> Oh, the baby. I forgot. Johnny, we rushed down the minute it happened. What happened? Is he all right? Johnny, the baby can talk. Oh, go on. Baby, they don't believe us. Come on, darling. We'll prove it. But he can't talk. Janie's too young. Show them, darling. Come on, dear. Don't be afraid. Now, speak up. Come on. Now, say daddy. Say daddy. Daddy. Come on, now, please, darling. Say daddy. Well... What do you know? I, I thought you were kidding. And now Dennis Daly returns to the microphone with a word about our next offering... On Monday matinee. Thank you, Tom Gager. And even though some stores have been telling us it's Christmas for months, we're starting the Christmas season with next Monday's show. For 11 years, the great actor Lionel Barrymore, who of course played Mr. Potter in It's a Wonderful Life, played Scrooge on radio. And for most of those years, he was directed by Orson Welles. So we begin the holiday season next week with A Christmas Carol, directed by Orson Welles and starring Lionel Barrymore. Then the Monday after, we have two cartoons for you. Well, they're great cartoons. Pinocchio and Snow White with the original cast 
presented on radio. Then, the next to the last show of the year, America's next to the last favorite Christmas time movie, Miracle on 34th Street. And on Christmas Day, we wrap it up with Jimmy Stewart in It's a Wonderful Life. Join me Monday and all the Mondays left this year as we get into the holiday mood on Monday Matinee.